Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This is This Is Americans Live. I'm producer Andy filling in for our host Ari, who's busy on Saturday Night Live. Yes, I wasn't joking last week. He's joined the cast of Saturday Night Live, which is so, so great for him. Anyway, he's left me in charge, much like last week. This week's episode will also be a little different than usual. I think we've established that the best part of This Is Americans Live is me, producer Andy, and my ability to sift through the archives and find footage from the lives of our guest contributors during the interviews. Well, this week we're going to replay three more of my favorite interviews from this season so far. Brian Husky, Rekha Shankar, and radio personality JoJo Wright. All right, let's get into the first interview. Brian Husky, enjoy. Uh, our special guest contributor, Brian Husky. How are you today? Oh, I'm, I'm very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. How long have you been listening to the show? I, you know, I came to it uh, maybe about halfway through your run, you oh, know? Nice. Uh, I had some people sort of recommend it to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I always trust sort of word of mouth. And, um, and these people were, you know, really sort of tapped into... A lot of zeitgeist podcasts, right. and, and so I really felt like this. Uh, it spoke to me. I've been doing it for a long time. So really, yeah. yeah, and and for me to go back and sort of go find all these archives, uh, right. it's also a time capsule. You know, like you're focusing on uh, the the first cell phone, and uh, mm, you know, I remember that. yeah, and then sort of you know uh, when when smog inspection stations closed down, like the, these big moments in society, the, these shifts. We actually have that smog inspections I've one. I've always, the I've always been there, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you we have that in the archives the spe- the, when the smog stations close. Yeah, down. such a set, such a because a family run smog inspection empire when that goes down. That yeah. uh, I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's mm-hmm. really heartbreaking. Do any? It's number seven, seven. Yeah, sure. The fifteen minute inspection house, uh, family chain of different smog inspections across the Houston metroplex area shut down for only two days. People who needed to get their cars inspected and. You know, the status of the smog of their own cars were just sitting there with their pockets in their hands. Yeah, well, we've had this in our family for, uh, what's it been, three years now? Yeah, three three years and nine months this Tuesday. Yeah, we don't want to, yeah. We want to say four years, but it's not four years yet. Yeah, but not it feels, yet. It, it will f- be in two months and one week. Yeah. 
But we didn't want to say that it was four years because we know you're a journalist and uh, we don't want to be into any gotcha journalism. Yeah, fa- we, okay. want, we want to be factual for you. And also, we want to be factual about we're closing down, but not for any kind of uh, criminal reasons. Right. We really want to emphasize that. Yeah, which... Are you ever going to divulge to people why you decided to close down? We'll divulge all the reasons why... All the reasons that are not reasons why we closed down. Yep. Like, we'll say, like, we did not close down because for criminal reasons. Yeah, we'll... We did not close down because... Theft or future the- arson. Right. Like, if that... Ha- if that happens in the future, yeah, we did not burn it for insurance money purposes because it got to be too much. Not having this yeah. place open mm-hmm. for very long, we got mouths to feed. We did not try to cash in by burning the place down. We do not have a gambling problem that is right. currently upending our existence. Right. Shortly after the interview, all four locations burned in a hellfire, and the two brothers, twin brother, smog inspection, vanished out the blue leaving a lot of people with no smug inspection places to go to. Yes, I would like to uh, apply for a, uh, a, dri- a dri- driver's license. Um, I am not trying to get a new identity. I'm not fleeing the law. I decided to accompany him to the DMV. Sir, I can only help one of y'all. So who who needs the ID and who does not? I do not not need it. Okay, I don't have. I do not have time for this. I, I, I am. I am not a wordplay person. I, do. I am not a double entendre. If you are trying to pull some of that crap, you can take it right out of here right now, my friend. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great interview. Yeah, that was a good one. That it was, was yeah. I kind of like, uh, it, was, it was a young me, very much uh, a Geraldo version of me. I thought it was really interesting. You, yeah, and you did the last act on her. Yeah. Which is honestly, I mean, that there wasn't much to her. She was kind of just a woman who worked at the DMV. She's always pissy. Yeah. It, it got uh, a little, shouldn't say that. A little negative. So I, I don't want to give you that, but I, I love your work. We do. Oh, thank you, thank we, you. We, we actually, we have that too, by the way. Of what? The third act of that episode when you were talking, to, when you followed the... The DMV woman around. Yeah, I guess I'll have to play it. Yeah. What? I'm serious. What? Just trying to mic you up here. I know you're... T- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm just trying to... I know, but I did not... Can I get a check one, two, please, in the, right in there? Check one, two. Check one, two. Sibilance. Sibilance. Like in that SNL sketch about sound. I know what y'all do. Right, all right. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, no. go ahead. No, you're no, you're you, in my living room now. No, you, in my my one evening off, I gave you my time. So let's do this interview. Yeah, that was a very tough interview. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you included that stuff. It just didn't <laughs> I, seem to. I used to have a style back in the day where I just put everything that I I recorded. I would just put it out there. You know, I just didn't really. I'm very much about transparency. You've you've really grown. And oh, thank evolved. you. Evolved. It's great. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh wow, that's a good interview question. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, nice. And uh, now I live in Los Angeles. I went to college in Charlotte. You did? I lived in Charlotte for 10 years. Oh, my God. Where'd you live? In Charlotte. Ships passing in the night. Yeah. The Queen City. You lived in New York before you moved here. Yes, I I was in... I moved there in 96. Yeah. And then I moved out here in 2006. So you were in New York for 10 years. 10 years. Good math. Did you enjoy your time there? I I did, and then I got exhausted with it. It's an exhausting city. It takes a lot of energy. Right. And I broke my toe because I kicked the wall after my car was broken into for the seventh time. And um, subways uh, started to make me sad. So, uh, And there was no more work there. All the work was out in L.A. What? I was going to say, there there was no more work in New York. Right. What kind of work do you do? I'm about to get there. Oh, really? (laughs) Seemed to take a while. 
I thought it was about the kind of work you do. Oh, I'm an actor and a writer. Main, oh, nice. Mainly an actor. Have I seen you and stuff? I don't know what you watch. I watch all kinds of stuff. I watch a lot of uh, old, old movies from the 1980s. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in most of those. Tell us about um, what you've been working on now these days. If you'll hit uh, stop here and record. Oh, sorry. Do we, uh, let, me stop, let me stop recording. Okay. So when we're in this part, do I sort of talk about the reality, like the harsh reality we've all been through with uh, uh, COVID and stuff, or do I steer away from that? Give me a sample of what you Well, I would about. say like, well, the past year and a half, I haven't really been doing much. I've had my own podcast and stuff, but um, right. I got a podcast called Bald Talk. Yeah. Uh, on, we'll talk about that. Yeah. And, and then um, I've been auditioning. I did some commercials. Uh, I do voices for Bob's Burgers. We'll do that. We'll talk about that. Okay. All right. So when we go, when, when you enter, when you ask the question again. Are you taking notes? I don't have a pen. Okay. Podcast, Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Auditioning, but, you know, trying to generate work. I think that's it, you know. Okay. Do you have any podcasts going on? Oh, sure. I've got a podcast called Ball Talk. I, let's just try that one again. Okay. I just, I'd like a clean one. Okay. Yeah, just, okay. Just, and, and we'll just kind of, okay, go Do ahead. you want me to be him? Do you want me to, do you want to, do you want to run, run the lines with me? Run, then, okay. use this audio okay. and then okay. we'll use your, your, your thing. So, okay. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, tell me, uh, about, uh, hey, can you not do it in his voice? Cause uh, oh. yeah, what is that? What the fuck is that? You've been doing, so, are you been doing impressions of me behind my back? No, no, that's a, that's a new character I'm working I, on. You know, I don't, I don't need the question. I don't need the question. I'll just, uh, uh, okay. Three, two, one. Oh, I have a podcast called Ball Talk. It's uh, myself and Charlie Sanders, uh, two bald comedians interview uh, bald everybody. We've had actors, directors, uh, musicians, uh, wig makers. We just interview them about being bald, and then it kind of goes from there into their creative work and their insecurities and sort of the idea of like vanity and perception and stuff. Are there any things that you discovered that you didn't know uh, of other people's perspectives on being bald? The big takeaway is that that uh, it's always a bigger hang up for you than anybody else in the whole world. And especially if you have a hang up about dating, women do not give a F. They really don't. Wow. So take that away if you're, if you're listening and you're bald. It's fine. It's totally fine. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Is that, is that, you just want to fucking leave? I, guess, I don't know. It seemed like it was just... I just... Um, you think I'm aggressive? You do get very close to people's face when yeah. you talk to them. I like to make sure that they can hear every word that comes out of my mouth. I know. We have headphones and microphones. Yeah, that's what the mic's for. I mean, we're yeah. literally on both on your mic. So, you started so. on the other side of the room. You are now over... With me, listen. I don't want. I don't want to throw a. You know. I don't want to mess up what yeah. you guys have. I just just like, it, nice. Dude. Just some feedback. If 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 you guys were to make a survey available to me, I would take it and give some feedback. But you know, All right. we actually have that survey. No, we don't. We have a line, uh, a, a uh, phone number. I have to press a button now. Well, you have to press several buttons because you have to dial the number. Uh, wait, 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 what is this again? It's one. It's one eight hundred. Oh, the one eight hundred. This is Americans Live Survey. This is Americans Live. Don't run out of numbers, right? It's like way too many. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Sorry, guys. My phone's ringing. <laughs> hold on. Thank you for calling. This is Americans Live customer service. This is Andy, the producer. Can I? Are you taking you? the survey for me? I feel like I should take the you, survey. You take the survey. Would you get away from my mic so I can take the survey, please? Yeah. Please. Right. Just for this one moment. I'll step away for like a second. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Brian. Yes. Oh, hey. Hey. How you doing? Uh, hey. You're, you're calling the survey line? Yeah, I just wanted to give some feedback on the, oh. the interview section. Okay. How's it going so far? Are you enjoying it? Uh, I mean, yeah, there, there's some problems. I mean, I feel like there's some elements to it that I'm not totally psyched about. Like, he gets a little close. And Ooh, um, wow. and, and I felt like when you op- ask open-ended questions, like, tell me about yourself. Yeah. It, 
I mean, I, what am I supposed to? Well, I, you know, can, I'm can you hang gluten free. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Can you hang on just one second? I'm uh, getting another call. One okay. second, please. All right. Hey, Ari, I've got Brian on the survey. Yeah, I know. He's saying that I can see you talking to him. Oh, I can turn around if it's. Yeah, can you do me? Can you do me a favor and just turn around real quick? Yeah. Hey, uh, what's up? Yeah, he's on the phone. He's bitching again about again. This is what he sounds like right now. You give me. Oh, he's sitting too close to me. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm but, gonna turn back around. I, you guys gave me the option. Like I just said, is there a survey? And so you're letting me do a survey. Yeah. But now this, now you're sort of offended. That I'm. Yeah. Do you understand that this is just weird? I, you know, if you have a survey about your survey, I would, I would give some feedback you on that. What? As a matter of fact, we're going to end it on this. We actually have one eight hundred. This is America's Live Survey. Survey. Mm-hmm. Well, who's calling it? I'll do it. I, you ca- I have yeah. a new, I have a new phone. I want you, you're going to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just going to do a voice thing. One eight hundred. This in a. Oh shit! Hold on. Okay, now it's calling wrong number. One eight hundred. This is Americans Live Survey. Survey. I'm sorry. Did you mean 1-800-THIS-IS-AMERICANS-LIVE-SURVEY? No, uh, survey, survey. I'm sorry. Did you mean this is Americans Live Survey? I think it might be confusing the phone because we say survey twice. Yeah. Probably. I'm going to hang I'm gonna hang up. Let me make another call. I'm going to call the survey okay. real quick. Dialing it now. Oh, shit. Hey, guys. One second. My phone's ringing. Sure. I'm going to grab it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling the This is Americans Live Survey line this is andy how can i help you how was your how how is how's it going ari would love it if you just let me start talking at some point oh okay i have a problem with my producer can i tell you what it is he's too great he's too great he's too funny he keeps asking me to play different parts of the archives and you know how many tapes we have in the archives thousands right Uh uh-huh and then now we've got to end on this ari i'm sorry i gotta put you on hold real quick i'm getting a call uh one second hey ryan yeah who's on the phone Ari's on the phone. Oh, really? And he's good. He's like, this is Ari. Oh, I get it. This is Ari. If you want. I like what he's doing. You do it. I don't like producer Andy. <laughs> he sounds like a, yeah, he sounds like a, a dying librarian or something. Uh, Ari, what are you doing here? Oh. I've been here the whole time. Oh. He's listening to your garbage bullshit. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I think I, I caused a problem in, in this, and I, I apologize. It's no problem. Just like the thing is, is that I do my best to move these bits along. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my producer gets a little archive crazy, and then we start dipping into things, and then all of a sudden we have no time for nothing. I don't uh, really like the way that you're talking. I'm going to call the survey. Here we go again. Hold on, my phone's ringing. Hello. Hey, it's me. Hey, what's up? Well, uh, Ari is kind of being a dick right now to, to you. I know. Okay. Well, bye. Zero stars. You guys contributed Brian Husky. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah. Coming up, our interview with Rekha Shankar. But first, a word from our sponsors who make this high-quality show possible. Stay with us. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome back to This Is Americans Live. I'm producer Andy, filling in for our host Ari, who is away in New York as an SNL cast member, which is really something. Really, really something. I'm here playing some of my favorite guest contributor interviews that we've had during this first season of this amazing Top Shelf show. Up next, Rekha Shankar. Enjoy. Welcome, my special guest contributor, Rekha Shankar. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. So, tell us how long have you been listening to our show? God, as long as it's been on. Which is? Maybe you've uh, released five episodes, but there have been ten recorded. Uh, we've released more than five. You're <laughs> yeah. something you told me before and a number I'm forgetting, but that's how many I've listened to. So you've been listening for, for years? Yeah, decades even. Did you remember any of the shows that I was on prior to doing this show? I do remember. Which one? Uh, I had a cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> I had, can I finish? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I had, uh, what else? What other shows did I have? Oh, I mean, we both remember, right? Yeah. All the stuff that you've done. So it's it, it goes without saying almost. To but, I, but I'm asking you to say it. Right. A cooking show. Right. You probably did something <laughs> with... Pot pies? Oh, pies. Pot pies. Wait, what were you going to say? Politics. Politics. Politics, mm-hmm. pot pie. Politic pot pie. We it's actually have shows. Yeah, yeah, we actually have that in the archives. That your episode of politic, uh, one of the, the highest rated episodes of politics pot pie, which was episode forty eight. Yeah, who was on that show? Um, you. I know that. And Hillary Rodham Clinton. Oh my God, that was an incredible episode. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, what year was that? Two thousand and. 16. 16. <laughs> when she was running for president. <laughs> I remember this. Let me, let me play. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to my special guest, Hillary Rodden. Clinton, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. 
What's wrong with your voice? Oh, you've been speaking a lot in different towns? I'm feeling very raspy. I am not doing too good. The only thing that would make me feel better is a hot piping pot pie. Let's make them. That was a show for the most part. I don't know if you remember. I would just have a guest on. Even though it's supposed to be political, it's called Political Popeye. I would just have somebody on the show who is politically... Like yeah. a political Relevant, person. and you Relevant. guys can do Popeye together. No, you just do. People think we were going to talk about politics, but yeah. we just talked about Popeyes. I'm sure it was a relief to a lot of the politicians that are sick of talking about politics. Yes. Just sit down with a Popeye. It's yeah. nice. Can you imagine? Pick a politician, and I've and I've, <laughs> and I've done an episode with him. Okay, real, pick a politician. Anyone? B- uh, Pete Buttigieg. Who? Pete Buttigieg. It was my what episode was that? It was, <laughs> it was one of the later ones, the more recent. I play it right now. I don't know if we have that one in the archives. It's right here. Hey, Pete. Welcome to Baltic Popeye. Very happy to be here. Uh, I'm, uh... What's wrong with your voice? Um, I think I need a lozenge, and the only thing that's going to help <laughs> is a hot piping pot pie. The thing I found most compelling about that show was, like, when I feel sick uh, or, like, neat, like my throat hurts, yeah. I don't really reach for a pot pie. Like, soup or something. Yeah. So it's interesting. A lot of your guests seem to have, like, a throat issue, and we're like, oh, I want, like, a big... Thick pot pie. Like very, yeah, very mucusy. Yeah. Pot pie. Why would you add more of that kind of consistency? Yeah. Right? But they did. And then yeah, you have to right. be swallowing like chicken chunks. And well, stuff. I hate to break it to the two of you, but uh, I think that's all we have in the archives anyway. So. Oh, okay. Wow. Do you think there, I have more? There won't be a third example. I mean, <laughs> my God, I'm trying to remember some of my other favorite episodes. These politicians and pot pie. I think well, we only recorded two. You only what recorded two? We just what numbered them. Strangely, there wasn't like a weird Mike Pence one. Did I dream that? Uh, wait, wait, did, I think there was Mike Pence. I one. think the Mike Pence one, though, sounded a lot like Pete Buttigieg. Oh, it did, yeah. I mean, we can check. Let me, let me just find it. When would that have been? It was episode, oh, this one just says MP, so it's either yeah, Mike it's... Pence or military police. <laughs> oh, interesting how it could mean both. It could be either or. I'll press play now. For quite some time. Um, I'm sorry, my throat hurts. I need a ice cold pot pie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, great. Um, I'm a comedy writer. I knew that. Okay, great. So it's wow, you're on top of it. You're writing on a show now. Are you allowed yes. to talk about it? Yeah, I, I was writing for Animaniacs most recently, and uh, now I'm writing for a show called Grand Crew that's on NBC. It's coming out in January. When you're writing for a show mm-hmm. like Animaniacs, mm-hmm. and those characters have been around for a long time, yeah, do they give you a little bit of attitude when you write something for them and they just don't want to do it? Yeah, so they're, they're cartoons, so they don't really give you much attitude since they're not people. Um, I mean, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah, I, I guess that was fucked up with me. Uh, Just because you hear someone's voice, you don't necessarily see their face. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're not a no, person. No, and I wasn't meaning to insult you uh, as a radio person, for sure. All those people are no are people, and, and you know, those voice act- they're voice actors right, right, right. is the thing. And, and, right. and, and, and you know. Easy, Ari. Uh, so I didn't mean any offense to you. I think people who work in radio are, right. are really talented and 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 you know 
Uh, it's just these. It's, this happens to be something entirely different from what you do. So you write jokes uh-huh. for cartoons. Yeah. You're working on a new show. Yes, a live action show called Grand Crew, and it's been a blast. It's you know about friends hanging out at a wine bar. Uh, it's very cool. Are you, are you a wine guy? Am I allowed to flip the interview a little bit? I haven't had a glass of wine in a while. I think, you know, back in the day when we first started doing this show, which was back in, what year was that? Uh, Just pick a year, 1995. I used to drink a lot. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you want to hear a clip from that episode, you oh. can see, you can just tell. Yeah. Welcome to the 1995 episode of This Is America's Live. I mean, oh, sorry. I mean, you can tell the difference. Yeah, you right? sound... Pre- I mean, that was like clearly, a... Clearly intoxicated. And 95 was a big year. No doubt was yeah. blasting through our no airwaves. Doubt. Yeah. No, doubt it, no doubt it was. Mm-hmm. But you were also on a show, another yes. one, uh, Hacks. Recently, yeah, I did a little cameo on Hacks. It yes. was a total, total blast. Uh, made a, they made a makeshift casino in downtown LA. Really fun. Love it. Yeah. How yeah. did you get started in... Comedy. Comedy. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, I actually, I started as an assistant video editor for true crime television. Oh, wow. That was a racket. And so I did that for a while and then was always writing comedy on the side and transitioned out of it by just um, quitting and then freelancing. Tell me what you mean by writing comedy on the side, like you were writing jokes on the side? Yeah, right, writing sketches. You know, you had mm-hmm. an editing background, so I'd write and direct right. sketches and then cut them myself. I love and then it. Kind of wrote little articles for places like Projectress and stuff like that and putting my sketches out online and then started applying to more comedy things. Nice. Um, it was a lot of fun. Were you always like a funny type growing up? No. Um, I mean, I wanted to be, but, you know, I wasn't like class clown type of person. I was a pretty academic person. I went to biomedical research camp when oh, I was wow. 15. That's like the only overnight oh, wow. camp I've been to. So pretty academic. And then only in college did I like decide to go into film and TV production. Does most vivid childhood memory. I remember going mini golfing with my cousin and there's a bug on his back. And I don't know why I didn't just flick it off or whatever. I was little and I was like, there's a bug on your back. And he freaked out and he was like, get it off, get it off. And I was like, okay, here's a way I think I think of to do that. And I took my mini golf club and just swung it and it <laughs> hit him in the head. That's <laughs> so weird. We have. We do. We you have, have footage of we, have, yeah. we have the hospital Holy visit. Shit, we have I the hospital remember, visit in the I can't believe you guys have that. <laughs> yeah, we have the actually the hospital visit. Um, so uh, can you tell us why you're here, by the way? There was a bug on me and... Uh, and I did everything I could. I did everything I could to help him. Yeah. Well, and then why is he here? Uh, because he has a bug? Well, a bug on his back? No, I, saw, I had one, and he, she, she, um, can I? You're do you explaining ma- this all do you mind wrong. If I, do you mind if I talk to you, like, just one-on-one real quick? No. Right. I'm just kind because of Because of HIPAA rules? I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm just can uncomfortable. Okay, but cousin? let me just say, he's a vicious liar. No, um, he's a vicious liar, a troll, and a freak. Okay, so. And everything that he says is going to be a lie. If you want the real story, you come to me afterwards, okay? I'm closing okay, the door I'm now. Okay, okay you come you. to me afterwards, okay? You gotta help me. Um, Tell me what happened. She claimed that there was a bug on my back. There would have been no way for me to know because it was on my back. Uh-huh. And then she just started hitting me with? over and over with a mini golf club. Okay, I, uh, I have to call somebody. Yeah, thank you. Just, just okay, wait, wait, wait. I see a phone. I see a phone. Uh, let me in. Let me in. I see a phone. I see a phone. Everything's fine. I love. I love my cousin. I love. She loves. She loves me. Okay. I'm calling uh, the authorities now. Uh, okay, you're calling the authorities. Where you can call the authorities. I saw a bug on his back. It was huge. I didn't know what to do. He said, get it off. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to touch it with my hands. It's disgusting. It's big. So I took the golf club. The thing wouldn't die. Uh, she calls me the thing. <laughs> the leads came. Next thing, the cousin was in 
a questioning room looking at a lineup of different people, his cousin being one of the people. All right, step forward and say the line, please. The line was, you, you have a bug on your back. Come here, let me hit you with this. All right, step forward, say it. It was her. Hold on. Well, I mean... Suspect number one, please step forward to the line. I already identified... You have a bug on your back. Let me hit you with this. She, she's doing an accent. It's, All it's right. her. That number she, two, step forward. You have a bug on your back. Let me hit you with this golf club. It was the first one. She was just doing a different accent. Number it was three, her. It's step my cousin. Forward. Oh, ew, bug on your back. You hit me with this golf club. What the hell? I know. Why do we have to have a lineup? I already <laughs> identified my cousin as being the one who did it. She was arrested swiftly, <laughs> charged with hitting her cousin with a golf club. I sentence you to six weeks at biomedical camp. No, that's so fucking lame. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rikishenkar. Yes. It's been a pleasure. Great to be here. Thanks, guys. Coming up, our interview with radio personality JoJo Wright. But first, a word from some of our sponsors. Stay with us. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome back to This Is Americans Live. I'm producer Andy filling in for our host Ari, who has joined the cast of Saturday Night Live, and things are going great for him. He'll be back, but this week he left it up to me to re-air some of our favorite interviews from our guest contributors. Up next, you know him from LA's number one hit music station, 102.7 KISS FM, and the iHeartRadio Countdown, a very well-produced show, by the way. JoJo Wright, enjoy. JoJo, thanks for coming. It's a pleasure to uh, be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank and, you very uh, much. Yeah, good, good to see you. Good how, to see you. How long have you got, have you been a fan of the show? <laughs> the, well, this is uh, <laughs> my first experience with the show. I've never let's try it again. <laughs> I've been a huge, huge fan right. uh, yes. for for very good years. Okay. Years, and um, 
What was the first episode that you heard? <laughs> the first one that I listened to was the thing where you guys had the uh, and then the the lady was she was kind of screaming and then you guys you know had the, the uh, she was eating a sandwich. Well, yeah, do, don't we have that in the archives? Uh, uh yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> Unfortunately, that one was a very uh, experimental one because nobody knew she was making a sandwich. I yeah. know, that's kind of where I stopped listening is with the, after yeah. the sandwich. Thing. Oh, that's but, too uh, bad. It, so, it hooked me. It was. But, but what was the second favorite? Just <laughs> <laughs> pick one. That was episode he's, uh, he's, 64 he's, was my second favorite. Well, there's three acts in that one. Episode 64 was when the UFO blew in. That's fine. And, that's and fine. then um, the, he picked. He went to pick up the cow, but it was, you know, it was actually, uh, right. it wasn't a cow. It right, was like right. the school teacher. We have that though. That yeah, episode, uh, a clip, clip from uh, that episode. Uh, let me, let me find it. <laughs> uh, we, don't, we don't have that. Episode. Yeah, what the fuck, man? I'm trying to act it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did find it. Right, I'm playing it now. <laughs> I have spotted a young cow. Let's go get that cow. Cow is pretty heavy. I don't know if we can... Hey! You trying to take my cow? No. No. no of course not. We're just trying... No. I'm going to shoot you out of the sky, a little tic-tac. No, no, no. <laughs> no more tic-tacs around my, around my cows. I swear to God I saw one. NBC News reports a UFO sighting over the hillside of Kentucky. A cow is being lifted off the ground. So he ran outside and he said, I think I see tic-tac up in the sky. And he said, I'm taking my shotgun. And I said, there ain't no way there is a UFO up in that sky. And uh, he ran outside. D- damn near, plumb near, damn near, damn near, ding, no. That was a, that was a great episode. <laughs> that was pretty pretty wild. I couldn't believe that they you know, the UFO was crazy. I know. We had to cut that episode short because that lady kept going on and on because she couldn't finish her sentence. Still, I was decided to play it one more time to see if I could find the point where she finished, but she never does. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Well, I live in L.A. I'm originally from Texas, but I live in L.A. for the last 20-something years. Okay. I, do, I do a radio show on... Kiss FM, Kiss FM in Los Angeles. Was that a big dream come true for you? It was. Uh, when I got the offer to come to Kiss, it was. Uh, I was in San Francisco. Nice. Then they they said, "Do you want to come to LA?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." So I came to LA, and uh, that's shortly after that's where I heard your first oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Twenty years, Twenty years ago, you heard the first. Wow. It's, I know. Great. I, I, so you're, a long time. You're a long. Man. You're a long hauler. That's a that's good. The first episode of a podcast. <laughs> Hi, this is Ari, uh, and uh, this is uh, my, uh, my throat hurts. Something's wrong with my throat. <coughs> you okay? Uh, oh no, no. that'd be fine. Oh, good, because there's no way that we can maintain that for the entire length of the show. Uh, uh, my voice uh, is so hoarse. Uh, we just call. Oh it up no, ah, <clears throat> uh, that's better. Oh, good, because nobody wants to hear that. All right, so let's start the first show. That was a great episode. It was amazing. That but was that's amazing. when I first moved to L.A. Yeah. Right about that time. What was it about L.A. that made you feel like this is going to be your new home? I think there were more opportunities nice. in L.A. Yes. Uh, in Hollywood is here, so you want to do anything in the world of entertainment. This mm-hmm. is this is where it's at. Did you feel like in Houston you were a big fish in a little tiny, you know, Houston pond? Um, in, in Houston, I felt like I was, you know, I was still surrounded by my childhood friends. Maybe mm-hmm. I needed to branch out mm-hmm. and see, you know, meet new people. They just didn't believe in you. They didn't believe in me. It hurt. I think I we mean, have that in the archives. Let's look at the archives. <laughs> Jojo, you fucking suck, dude. Jojo. You leave me alone, man. No. I want to be big.
like something. Yeah, oh, sure. Right. Yeah, big like what? <laughs> like a you'll, fat dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I hate you. Get the hate you. You'll, Get out of here, Jojo. You'll never leave this gonna, Houston pond. <gasps> yeah. I, I, and then we cut to the high school reunion. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Jojo. Good, good to see you again. Uh, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. I mean, what, what are we? Uh, you want to meet my five kids? Um, no, I would. I, I'm sure they're fine, but uh, I don't want to meet. Do you want to meet my seven kids? That, I don't. I He's think got I, seven. I got a from one on the way from four different wives. Are, are all four wives here tonight? Um, th- they're all in prison. Every single one of them. What do wow. you do? What, what do you do now? Two of them are you know parent or gave birth to. to you're out of it. I, the stutter, wow. the stutter never went away. Yeah, that, what that, do that, you? That, what What are you doing now, man? I do a uh, radio show in Los Angeles. Wait, you're JoJo? That, you're, no. Jo- no, no. Wait a minute. You're JoJo. Jo- Wait a minute. JoJo on the radio from Kiss FM. I know. I know. It's uh, yeah. It's pretty crazy to think. No way. It is me. It's me. What did we do with our lives, dude? Literally nothing. Are you the same JoJo that hosts the iHeartRadio Countdown? That that is that is me. Yes. Oh, I love that. You listen a lot? Yeah, I, I love it. I love the way really cool. I love Thank the, you. I love the way you you pull get you pull a lot out of all the guests and uh the guy who who says the numbers and the song Talk titles. He sounds weird. And I guess what you were like in high school? Sure. Were you like a heavy metal dude? No. I would have pegged you for like uh, a skater or artist type. No, I was pretty no. pretty shy as a kid, very shy. And then uh it hit me that I wanted to try something in the entertainment world, maybe just so I can break out of my shell. And radio became the thing. My dad got me a job at a small, little bitty small radio station, an AM radio station. What was it called? KBUK, K-Buck. That was the first place that I had a job. Wait a minute. I think I remember you now. Let's play the archives. <laughs> hi, my name is Ari. Uh, what's your name? This is my son. My son, Jojo. Oh, Hi. Yeah. How you doing? Today's his first day. I want you to show him around the studio. I get to be on the radio today. Yes, you get to be on the radio. I, like I promised it. you. I promised you that you would get a, to be on the radio, and then I would take you out for ice cream after your air oh, shift. All right. KBUK. KBUK. AM thirteen sixty. KBUK. Let me just talk to JoJo alone. Okay. Bye, guys. All right. Bye, Dad. See you later. All right. Just stay close by. Oh, okay. Hey, JoJo. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> this is my realm. If you try to take my spot. I'll fucking kick your ass. All right. Uh, now you guys got reacquainted. Isn't Ari such a nice guy? Pick your words carefully. Yeah, he's great, right? What? What? Why are you crying, son? A bug bit me. Ari will will make you feel better because he's a real nice guy. I'm gonna step away for a second. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with my radio career. I just want to be on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you yeah, so mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, I'm back. Hey, uh, you, hey, why are you? Your face is even redder than before, and you're crying even more profusely than you were when I'm back. I'm uh, Ari. Yeah. I want to thank you for comforting him in his time of need uh, right I, now. Thank you. you. Just you preemptively. Preemptively. Okay. And you know what, Ari? I think y'all are going to be best friends for life. And I can't wait till 30 years from now or so when he's a guest on your show. All right. See you later. Bye. Forever. I didn't realize that I was I was that mean to you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was it was uh, uncalled for the whole, you know, <laughs> I was very, me. I was very aggressive in my early days in radio. Uh, you have a podcast. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I have a podcast called Paranormalish. Hmm. Which is, uh, you know, about ghosts, UFOs, anything under that umbrella of paranormal. If you've had a paranormal experience, I'd love to hear it. You personally have any experience with paranormal stuff? I have had doors slam on me with no other explanation other than Could something they, being paranormal. Could they have been spring-hinged? 
<laughs> forgot to uh, check for the spring. I guess it's possible, but I don't think it was. Do you have guests on your show? How does it work? Can we tell me the format? Uh, on the podcast, I'll have guests who have had paranormal encounters, and then they'll tell me their story. And sometimes I'll do research on a particular location where they had this incident happen. Sometimes we just take their story. Sometimes I have UFO investigators jump on and talk about, you know, working, you know, researching mm-hmm. people's claims of experiencing a UFO or an abduction or a lot of, a lot of crazy things. Sometimes you believe them, sometimes Eddie. you don't. You want to hear a paranormal story? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. This girl, she lived in Northridge. This is, she was, when she told me this story, she's probably mid twenties, but this happened when they were younger, three sisters, seven, eight, nine ish years old. And uh, they live with mom and dad and grandmother in Northridge. Grandmother passed away. Um, but the, the family were so torn up about it. They didn't tell the daughters that grandmother had passed. They kept this on for about a year. They didn't know grandmother had passed for an entire year. They would use excuses like, she's with uncle so-and-so, she's with aunt so-and-so, she's in the hospital, you know, back and forth, you know, because that would be things she would typically do. So they didn't know, once again, that she had passed away until a year later. Well, about a week after the funeral, mom calls upstairs and says, hey, come down for dinner. And uh, one of the daughters, keeping in mind, they don't know for another year that she's gone. One of the daughters says, I can't come down, mom. I'm braiding grandmother's hair. She had... Oh. A lady's a lady, her grandmother, in the room. She was braiding her hair. She thought it was her, and she, of course, just disappeared. Mom came up running, and she told mom, oh, "You made you made grandma leave." They never spoke about it until years later. Uh, Crazy story, right? I yeah, I didn't like that story That's at all. Nuts. Paranormal ish. Well, where can we hear that show? By the way, you can hear that show on um, the iHeartRadio app, and- Spotify, Apple Podcasts, most podcast platforms. Jojo, right? Thank you again for being a guest on the show. For our host Ari, special guest contributors Brian Husky, Rekha Shankar, and Jojo Wright, I'm producer Andy, and this was This Is Americans Live. Join us next time, won't you? This Is Americans Live can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can also find This Is Americans Live on Instagram, at This Is Americans Live, and on Twitter, at Americans Live. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.